1: www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com
0: I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you As you fulfill the destiny God has for your life And fulfill your divine purpose in God's master plan Thanks for tuning in and God bless
1: And he spoke last night my understanding is part two is this morning, so if you came this morning, you're going to get part two. Amen? Amen. Come on, Aaron. Welcome here, Eric Glory to God. Glory to God. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to see
0: everybody. You may be seated today such a beautiful presence of the Lord yes, yes. in this place this morning. Yes, yes. Uh, old church I grew up in, they call it the residue. They yes. said the residue's still here. Yes. It really is. It really is. I'm so thankful that you all came back this morning. I'm thankful for this opportunity to be able to minister to and with you guys these last couple days and just to be a part of what God is doing in this house, in this work, and in your lives. I really truly believe without the shadow of a doubt, not just for this house, but for each and every one of you, that the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. The best is yet to come. Uh, I believe that undeniably because the Bible promises it because God said in the last days, I would pour out my spirit on all flesh. He didn't say that about any other time except for the time that we are in right now. Therefore, that tells me that there is coming a move of God on His people that's going to be insurmountable and unbelievable. And I truly believe that we are the generation that's going to get to see it and be a part of it. And I don't know about you, but I feel the stirrings of it in my spirit so strong. So strong. I I was telling my wife the other day, and I'm just going to speak from my heart a little bit more this morning, so y'all just bear with me here. I was telling my wife the other day that I never thought that I would be raising children in the days that we're in. I never thought I would live to see the days that we're in. And I was saying it in a negative connotation, and God got a hold of me because He reminded me, you're raising your daughters in a time when I'm pouring out my spirit. Amen. You're raising a generation in the valley of dry bones and you're training them to see an army and so I'm not dismayed by the times that we're living in anymore Uh I'm excited because we as the church have an opportunity and that's my whole purpose this weekend is to help get us ready for more of God, because to do what it is that God has called the church to do in this day and in this hour, we're going to have to have more of Him. We're going to have to be more intimately connected with Him than we've ever been before. And so last night, we talked about having an encounter with God. Today, we're going to talk about walking with God. Amen. It was so amazing the way that God brought all this to me and gave me these words for this weekend because I didn't even realize they went in sequence until I finished writing this one and then God brought it all together. And so I don't want to get too far ahead of my notes, so let's go ahead and get to the Word. Now, turn to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 5. and We're going to start reading in verse 24. And y'all bear with me with my voice? I know I sound like a radio announcer, but it's not natural. <laughs> you know what? In fact, we're going to read Genesis 5. Let's start in verse 21. I want to go back a little bit. It's a story that has fascinated me my entire life. It's of a man by the name of Eden. And the Bible does not say much about Enoch, but what it does say about Enoch is powerful. And it's a short passage of Scripture, but it speaks so much to our life. It really is a word picture of the way that God intended to be with us and Him. So Genesis chapter 5, starting in verse 21, and I'm going to read through verse 24. When Enoch had lived... 65 years he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. How many days are in a year? (laughs) Amen. Enoch's life is a picture of how we are to walk with God 365 days a year. Amen. Enoch lived a total of 365 years. I love how intentional God is. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. I want to talk to you this morning on the subject, Take Me Next. Take Me Next. Last night, we, we talked about having an encounter with God. Really, in our lives in our Christian walk, everything starts with an encounter with God. Salvation is an encounter with God. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is an encounter with God. If you want to break it down into its ultimate simplicity... Prayer is an encounter with God. But God is not a one and done God. God did not intend for us to just live off of one encounter. God did not intend for us to just have one encounter. That's it. We go on. We're saved. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm on my way to heaven. The journey is getting sweeter every day. God intended there to be more than that. He walks with us. The encounters that we have with God were not intended to just be our landing zone. They are our launching pad. Amen. An encounter with God is designed to not hold us in a place. It's designed to propel us into a place. I'm going to recap some of last night, but I want to paint this picture fuller because... Here is Moses going back to last night in Exodus. He has an encounter with the burning bush. He has an encounter with God. Holy ground. We talked about that last yes. night. But after he had the encounter with God, God said, okay, Moses, now that you're here, here's how we're going to walk this thing out. Yes. Yeah. Now, Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, I am has sent you. Amen. So in the moment of the encounter, God directed him in the next phase of his life. What is amazing about how God directed Moses was that the next phase of Moses' life had nothing to do with Moses. But it had everything to do with liberating the people of God. That's why it's important not to get distracted by busy, because busy has to do with us. Right, But our encounter with God may move us, but it has to do with others. That's why the Great Commission was to go into all the world. It wasn't just to stay in the upper room. An encounter with God is intended to move us. And so Moses has this significant encounter with the Holy Spirit of God. A lot like a lot of us had last night. Mm -hmm. And from that encounter, there was direction given to push and propel Moses. So... The whole thing about having an encounter with God is an encounter with God puts you on a path with God. And that's why Jesus came to break down the barriers and bridge the gap for a relationship with God because from the very beginning of time, the intention of God was not just to have an encounter with man, but it was to walk with Him. Go all the way back to the beginning of Genesis. God breathed the breath of life, the pneuma, Into Adam and Eve. There was an encounter where God filled them. And then the Bible says that He walked with them. In the cool of the garden. And as we know, then the serpent comes, deceives Eve, and there's a barrier there now. There's a barrier of sin. So God sends His only Son, Jesus, to walk with us in the earth, to reestablish relationship and bridge the gap so that way we could start walking out His original intention. Based on the original encounter. God does not just want to have an encounter with you, he wants to walk with you. That's why we had an intimate encounter with God so we could build a relationship to where we could get close enough to Him to link arms and walk out the path that He has for us. That is God's intention, not for just encounter, but for movement. An encounter's design. Is to set us on a path with God. And when Enoch was 300 years old, the Bible says that he faithfully walked with God. There's got to come a moment to where we make the determination in our mind, God, I'm going to walk with this thing out with you. I'm not just going to live, God, encounter to encounter. I'm going to walk between encounters, God. Wherever you lead me, I'm going to go. I love what we used to sing in church. Where you lead me, I will follow. Where you lead me, I will follow. No turning back. No turning back. It's time that we just start walking with God. It's time that we just start linking up with Him. See, I've come here this morning to tell you, you had an encounter with God last night, but now God wants to walk with you. Now He wants to walk out this personal, intimate relationship with you. He established an encounter last night. That way He could establish a path with you. Moses said, who shall I say sent me? He said, when you go, tell Him you're going as my representative. Say, I am sent you. Tell them, I am, Cain. And if they don't believe you, show them my power. Show them my works. I'll be with you one way or another. I am sent Amen. Amen. And when we have an encounter with God, he fills us with the fire. He fills us with his Holy Ghost. The Bible said, these signs shall follow them that believe. That's the fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Spirit produces signs and miracles and wonders. And as we walk this thing out with God, that's when the signs start follow. Signs don't follow, don't happen in encounter. Signs happen on the path. Signs happen when we walk. Signs happen when we move. When we have an encounter with the Holy Ghost and then we put our feet into motion That's when signs and miracles and wonders start taking place. And God starts doing the miraculous through our lives. That's the path. That's the destination. That's what God has ahead of us. After the encounter. And so it's all about getting in motion. And walking this thing out. And that is the beautiful grace of God. That's why He gives us His anointing. Because on the path, we cannot do the signs and the miracles and the wonders in our own power. That's why Scripture said, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. And when we encounter His Spirit, and then we move, that's when Red Seas part. That's when deliverance happens. It didn't happen at the bush. It didn't happen at Mount Horeb. It happened when God said, Now go, and Moses went. It happened when God encountered Moses and he walked it out and God started taking him over. He went from a shepherd to a voice. Hallelujah. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. It's when he started moving, God started moving. Amen. Yes. 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 And a lot of times in our life, the miracle that we're needing is not dependent upon God to move. amen. It's dependent upon us to move. Yeah. 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 He said, I I will give you the keys to the kingdom, and whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. He said, I'll give you the keys. And so for me to use the keys, I've got to move and put them in the door. Amen. So I wonder what would happen in our world if we made the determination, God, I've had an encounter with you. Now let's go. Mm. Let's move. Amen. Let's see what you want to do, God. Amen, amen. Send me to a place I don't know about, God. I don't care. Just as long as you're going, I'm going to go. Yes. Yes. This thing got so on Moses that at one point, God got frustrated with the children of Israel. and He said, you lead them. I'm done. You take them. Yeah. Mm. Moses said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. If you don't go, we don't go. Amen. Because Moses had a realization after he had an encounter with God that the only reason we have made it this far is because you were the one leading us. The only reason we crossed over on dry ground, it wasn't because my staff had power. It was because when you told me to step on the edge of the water and put my staff in the ground, it was you that parted the water and we crossed over because we were walking with you. And if you don't move, I'm not moving God wherever you are that is where I will be and that is the clarion call that God is giving us this morning God is saying just come just come where I'm leading just come where I've called you I've encountered you I have filled you now it's time to put your feet in motion and move and you will move If you will move, I'm telling you, God will move. Amen. If you will say, God, I am willing to walk with you, no matter what it takes, no matter what I've got to leave behind, no matter what people say about me, no matter what my history is, no matter what's going on in the world, God, I just want to walk with you. God, I just want to move with you. It's time to walk with Him. Amen. Ooh. Is this speaking to anybody this morning? Yeah. Yes. After God and Moses had an encounter, God told Moses how they're going to walk this thing out. So God may not ever give you all the details. He may just tell you what to do when you get there. He just told Moses, He said, You just go to Pharaoh when you get there, do this. Mm. That's all he had to do. And notice what happened when he did. God showed up. Amen. Just by an act of obedience. By him being willing to walk with God. To walk out after the encounter. All he had to do is what God said. And whenever you do what God says, God will do what he said. He is just and faithful to do it. He is exceedingly and abundantly able to do above all that we could ask or imagine. Amen. And that's why we talked last night about bringing down barriers and giving God a yes. Yes. Because when you say yes to walking with God, what you're really saying yes to is seeing God move. Is seeing Him flow. On your life, in your life, and through your life. Don't miss this because that is the exact way that the Holy Spirit fell in Acts. It fell on them. It came in them. And then it came through them. Amen. And that is how God works through our life. He works on us in He works in us movement. Then He works through us following. But sometimes we just stop with Him working on us. And it's not enough. Because there's more of Him and God wants to work through us. Remember what I said last night? The fire was not for the bush. The fire was for man. Book of John, turn there in your Bibles. John chapter 14. We're going to read verses 16 through 17. I want to show you how God is going to help us walk this thing out. How He has helped us. I want to teach a little bit. John chapter 14, verses 16 through 17, Jesus says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Jesus said, I'll send a helper to walk with you. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it is not easy walking with God sometimes. Sometimes it will be the hardest path you set your feet on. But the promise of God is that I will send a helper. I will send the Holy Spirit to help you, to help lead you, and to help guide you, just like He did the children of Israel. It's a word picture of how God flows and moves with us with His precious Holy Spirit. So you can walk in His Spirit every day. You can walk in His precious Holy Spirit every day. That's why the Holy Spirit is called our ever-present help. And what I've learned is when you walk with the Holy Spirit, you cannot remain the same. You cannot remain the same when you walk with the Holy Ghost because when you walk with Him, stuff starts changing. When you walk with Him, stuff starts moving. I love this story in Scripture. It says after Jesus had risen from the dead and He had not fully revealed Himself yet. And the Bible speaks of a couple of disciples that are walking down the road one day. And they see a man and they said that this man started speaking to them, opened the Scriptures and started talking to them. And then... He made himself real, and they realized it was Jesus, and he disappeared. But then they said something. They said, did our hearts not burn within us as he spoke with us along the road? He just started walking with him. And talking with Him. And they didn't even realize who He was. They didn't even realize they were in the presence of God. But there was something moving and stirring so much on the inside of them. There was a burning that took place in their heart just as they walked along the journey. Stuff started changing in them just by getting in proximity with Him and walking next to Him. And that's how it works in our life when we don't know where we're going. When we don't even realize God is there. His Holy Spirit will start speaking to us and moving in us and burning on the inside of us. And stuff will start changing and it'll give us what we need to take the next step and the next step and the next step. That's why the Bible says He is an ever-present help. Amen. Amen. An encounter changes us. Walking with Him continually renews us. The Bible says we are being made into His image. And it's by walking with Him. And Enoch walked with God. And Enoch was no more. And now going back to the Scripture that we started with today, this is the amazing thing about walking with God because when you walk with Him, there is an exchange that takes place. There's a supernatural divine exchange that takes place. I referenced the scripture already, but 2 Corinthians 3.18, we are progressively being transformed into His image. And when you walk with God, there is an identity change that takes place in your life. An encounter with God gets you in connection with Him. Walking with Him transforms you into His image. What the world needs today is to see His image. What the world needs today today is to be transformed in God's image. And that's the very thing the enemy is attacking today. We have so many people struggling with trying to transform into something else. I'm not preaching hate. I'm not bashing anybody. But look at what's going on in our world right now. It is the original attack. That Satan gave to Eve. If you will eat this fruit, you will be like God. The problem with that theology, Satan, was that she was already like him. And so the very first attack from the enemy on the planet was against identity. And we've come full circle. We have a whole world, a whole generation now struggling with who they are. Wrestling with that same fruit in the garden wrestling with their identity and if they would just get on the path with God they would find the identity that they're looking for it's not that they need to transform their physical image what the world needs is an encounter with God to set them on a path so they can be transformed into who God intended them to be Amen. Amen. and that is why it's important that we walk this out because the children of Israel were dependent upon Moses walking this thing out with God it's not just about us. Yes, thank you. Amen. They may never read the Bible. Yes. They may never come in this tent. They may never come in the four walls of a church. Yes. But they may see you being transformed. Yes. Amen. The Bible says that we are living epistles. Yes. We're living visions of what God is wanting to do in the earth. And that's not to put us in the position of God and say that the world is dependent upon us to save them, but the world is dependent upon us to reflect His image in the earth. If we are to combat the attack of the enemy against the identities of God's people, they've got to see Him. We are transformed. And Enoch walked with God. And Enoch started to disappear. Who Enoch was started to fade away. Because he walked with something greater. He walked with something better. It was so good. That he couldn't stand to remain. He just started disappearing and fading in the distance. That's why the Bible said that I must decrease. That's why John said I've got to decrease so he can increase. He's better than I am. He's better than me. He's better than my story. He is my story. He is the all in all. He's all I need. Amen. And this is what happens when we walk with God. We become no more. And he becomes everything. We fade into the distance so he can go into the forefront. That's what our lives were intended to do. That's what God intended for Christianity to be. For us to die daily. For us to take up our cross daily. And for him to be made in His image every day by walking with the Holy Ghost. And Enoch was no more, for God took him. Mm, Enoch had an encounter with God, and he walked with God, and Enoch disappeared, and God took him. My prayer has been, God, if you're going to take anybody, take me next. This has been what I've been praying. I'm, I'm letting you into my world right now. I've been praying, God, if you're looking for another Enoch, God, let it be me. God if you're looking for somebody to walk with you I don't care if they tell a lot about my story they didn't say a lot about Enoch all that they said about Enoch was he disappeared and God took him God take me next take me next God take, mold me and make me into your image God let me walk with you God let me disappear so that all people will know about it you they didn't talk about how Enoch walked they didn't talk about what he said what he did all that they said was God took him And His story now shows us that we too can be taken by the same thing that took Him. Do you feel my heart in this? God wants to take us next. He wants to take us. Not because of anything else other than that He loves us so much that He wants to walk with us. He told Moses, I have heard the cry of my children Israel. He loved them so much that he took Moses. He loved Moses so much that he took Moses. He loved Enoch so much that he took Enoch. He loved you so much that he sent Jesus so he could take you. Mm, Amen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe on Him would not perish, but be taken into everlasting life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Just lift your hands for a moment. Just ask God to take you. Just ask Him, say, God, take me next. Come on, we're in a holy moment right here. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. Just we can ask Him, say, God, take me next. Take me next. Take me next. Come on, we let down the barriers last night. We had an encounter with God. Now just ask Him, say, God, take me next. Take me, God. Take me next. Take me next. Oh, God, take us. God, take us. Take us, God. Take us, God. Take us, God. We want to be taken by You. God, we want You to take our whole heart. We want to walk close to you, God, so close that we can feel your heartbeat. We want to be so close to you, God, that we are transformed into your image. We're put back in the image that you created us in. We want to walk so closely with you, Father, that we become again what you made us to be your reflection, your image. God, we do not want to live our lives holding on to things that you died to take away. We give it all to you. And we say, God, take me next. God, I'm asking you to take me next. If you're looking for another Enoch, God, here he is. If you're looking for somebody who's desiring your heart. God, that's us. Come on, just ask him. Just ask him. His grace just filled this room. Until we're no more. God, if they say nothing about our lives when we die, let them just say that we were taken. Because if you'll take us, God, that'll be more than enough. We don't need fame and we don't need fortune, we don't need accolades, we don't need money big houses and nice cars we thank you for those things but God we just want you we just want to be taken our hearts desire Lord is to be taken because God if you will take us you will touch our family if you'll take us you'll move in the people around us if you will lead us on this journey God Everything around us will be influenced. There's some of you in this place right now, you've been standing on the edge of the water. You've been needing some waters to part. And the waters part and you start walking on the path and let it take you over. Let the Holy Spirit daily lead you and guide you. Let it take you across on dry ground. I'm talking to somebody right now you feel like you've been waiting in the mud you feel like your enemies have been creeping up behind you storming in to take your life but I hear the Holy Ghost saying if you'll let me take you on this journey you will cross over on dry ground you and your family I shout out my son I just begin to pray for your families for a moment well, I, just, I feel that so strong for families right now. God, take us so that way you can take our family. Take us, God, so that you can take our family we submit and commit God to being the first ones to be taken. What a Sunday over a quarter of Sunday. I hear the Holy Ghost say, if you'll tell me yes every day, I'll do it. I hear God say, I will not fill you in this. If you'll tell me yes, I'll show you my wonders children. God, I tell you yes for my daughters. I tell you yes so that they see their dad be taken. So that way they will know what you did in me and you can do for them. I tell you yes. I tell you yes so they can see your wonders and know they into your image for you God are holy 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 of God if you want to be refreshed by God just meet me down here please if you just want to be refreshed by God just meet me down here it's here it's here it's here you don't even have to need it if you just want it it's here and listen there's nothing special about it here Sometimes it's just about moving out of one place to another. Just lift your hands and receive from the Lord. God's taking people right now. God's taking people right now. God's taking people right now. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. see as God's refreshing you, He's pouring water all over the ground and it's getting soft and smooth. And where there's been cracks and where it's been hard, it's going to be soft and beautiful. beautiful. He made you to lie down in great pastures, not in (laughs) deserts. Refresh your Refresh your so open and so hungry. And God, He has wanted so much more of you. And God, even as I just see Him on His knees in private times, is asking you, God, for more of you. He's been so hungry for more of you. God, now I pray that today times it felt like you couldn't wring a drop out. And I just see the river of God soaking you. And I see you like a sponge, but now you're going to sit in a well full of the water of God. And you won't be dry again. I hear God saying the dryness is over. It's over. It's been long enough. It's been plenty long enough. God's taking Refresh Lord. Refresh her, Lord. By your grace and by your mercy, by your desire, God, take her, Lord.
1: thank you jesus that you didn't leave us in the midst of our pain god but you are carrying us where you want us to be god to the next level god thank you jesus that i may not be where i need to be god but thank you jesus that you are carrying us by the right hand god and you are taking us on a journey of where we need to be and we just say thank you jesus Thank you, God, for being such a good, good father. And thank you, Jesus, for loving us at our worst. And thank you, Jesus, for not leaving us, God, or forsaking us, God. But thank you, God, for carrying us by the right hand, God. Thank you, God, that when I was down, God, and when I fell, God, you picked me back up again, God. Thank you, God, that you gave me the next. God. You gave me the next push, God. You gave me the next piece of hope, God. That you gave me the next yes, God. You have our yes this morning, and we say thank you, God. Yes, thank, you. thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God, that you're turning around. Thank you, God, that you're making a way out of no way. Thank you, God, that you have called us for a time as this. Thank you, God, that you have prepared us, that you have prepared the way. God, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you. God. We just come right now God and we just lift up your name God. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are the beginning. You are the end God and we thank you Jesus. We thank you God that we are blessed going in and blessed coming out. We thank God that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world God. We thank you God that it's not about our strength God but it's about our greatest weakness that your strength is being made perfect God. We thank you God that we know God that you tell us that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me even on the days that I don't get it right even on the days that I don't know if I can keep going God that you give me the peace of strength, God, that you give me the ounce of, of every bit of your spirit, God, guiding us and leading us, God. Thank you, God, for your glory. God, we lift up your name. You are holy, holy, holy as the Lord God Almighty, who is and is to come, God, and we thank you, God, your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Thank Thank you,
0: Jesus.
1: Thank you, God, that you're turning around over our families. Thank you, God, that you're allowing us to be the light to this world. Thank you, God, that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thank you, Jesus. God, your word says that you don't give us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind and love and power, God, and we just declare that power over us today, God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for every single deposit of your spirit and your word and your seed today, God. God, I declare and decree in Jesus' name that your harvest will come. We thank you, Jesus, for the light that you have planted inside of us, God, to carry out into this world, God. And we thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in this season. We thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in this house. God, I thank you that there will be an overflow, an overflow of your glory, an overflow, God, of just your kingdom, children. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I just come right now, God, and we just thank you and lift up our children, God. We lift up this next generation of children, God. I just declare and decree, God, children, even if they don't even have a mother and father, God, that they just become and just come, come and just be the overflow in this house, God. I just see a double portion of children just becoming to flood this place, God, God declare and decree in Jesus' name, God, that those children, we ask you, Lord, for them to come, that they will have a spiritual covering, that they will have a spiritual mother and father, God. We thank you for those children, God. We thank you for the next generation to come, God. I declare and decree, God, that they will be kingdom children. I declare and decree, God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for every single child that is going to come into this house, God. I thank you, Jesus, that you have called them out by name. I thank you, God, that you have called them into a family. That every single label that the world has put on them, God, you're just erasing that label, God. And you're putting, this is my kingdom, kid. This is my kingdom, son. This is my kingdom, daughter, God. And you are bringing in this overflow into this house, God. You're raising up this next generation of leaders, God. Thank you, Jesus, for these children to come. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing.
0: Just one more thing before we go. Zach, I'm going to pray for you. I told you last night I want to pray for you this morning. We're not going to escape this weekend without laying hands on you. You step into a new thing. You made a decision to be used by God. An easy journey. You know that. But God's going to use you because of your obedience. And the way that God is going to use you is going to stretch you, it's going to challenge you, it's going to empower you. For God is going to send people to you that need to hear what He places on your heart. No matter how simple it is, it might be one thing. I just hear the Lord saying, whatever it is, speak it, and it will be so. You're gentle by nature, but there's a power in your voice that God is given And it may not be loud, it may not be exuberant, it may not even be like this. But in you resides the lion of the tribe of Jesus. And I hear God saying, son, let it roar, no matter how loud or how sad your hands if you will. Father God, in Jesus' name. Father God, I call out the anointing. I call out the anointing of God. God, everything that's been lying dormant inside of you, the things that have been stored up, I call them out right now in Jesus' name every well, God, that's been dug in His life, I command them to overflow right now in Jesus' name. I call out the anointing of God on your life. I release it now by the authority of the Holy Spirit. God, the fire you have spoken about this weekend, let it burn inside of you. Let it burn outside of you. Father, in Jesus' name, I release on Him the anointing of a harvest. I release onto you what was released onto me, a gathering anointing. I release that into your life in the name of Jesus. That the hurting, the broken, and the lost would gather around you because of the grace of God that's on your life. And in every single moment as you walk with Him and our. taken. May He give you the grace to carry the weight. I release the grace to carry the weight of ministry over your life. I deposit it into him, God. Just as I feel you directly, I deposited into Him a hunger for the world like He has never had before. What? And I prophesy over your life that you will receive revelatory knowledge from God. And God has given you a gift to make it simple and plain. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. For you're like John the Baptist. Though. You've been like a wild man. But it was spoken of John that he was a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. And that is your point. You're a preparer. But I tell her, I must see that. And all locusts and wild honey meant was that John was able to eat in other places that people were not. And God has gifted you for people in places that other set apart It's being called Father I thank you God even this year he is stepping into the Lord Jesus name God even as I lay my hand on his head